0: Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. The tennis world is holding court in Southern California for a fall edition of TC Live from Tennis Paradise. Coming up on today's show, just four men and two women remain in the draw as championship weekend has arrived at Indian Wells. Our experts break down today's men's semifinals. Plus, we check in with former WTA star Leslie Allen, who shares a piece of tennis memorabilia that withstands the test of time.
1: Hi, tennis fans. This is Arthur Ashe.
0: And we have a visit with Roland Garros and Indian Wells champ Anna Ivanovich, who explains how it feels to be one step closer to the Hall of Fame. It's the power of love as A-list stars are out and about in tennis paradise, including our favorite sideline celeb. TC Live starts right now. Welcome to TC Live from the BNP Paribas Open, presented all two weeks by our friends at Verbo. It's our one-hour pregame show to get you ready for first ball every morning here in the Southern California desert, where we have reached championship weekend. The men play for a spot in tomorrow's final, and titles will be won in doubles today. It's all happening in tennis paradise. A lot to get to on the show. We've got all the big highlights, interviews, and Hall of Fame analysis, plus the DraftKings player pools preview. And we will introduce you to the Indian Wells Selfie Queen. You don't want to miss that. Paula Bedosa back out on the practice courts into her first WTA 1000 final. The first Spanish woman to make the championship in a quarter century. She'll be taking on Victoria Azarenka tomorrow, making her third appearance in the final here, looking for a record-setting third title. And the men in the semifinals today, that includes Grigor Dimitrov. He has been the comeback king. Taking out Daniil Medvedev, Hubie Hercotch today, getting ready to face Cam Nori. One more minute. With that, we welcome you to TC Live, presented by Verbo Tennis Channel. Proud to have first ball through trophy lift throughout championship weekend for the very first time. Steve Weissman, back alongside my friends Chanda Rubin and James Blake. And we've got the Hall of Famer, Andy Roddick, as well. And guess what? Today, TC Live is turning into Us Weekly. Who (laughs) wore it better, Andy? Was it Chanda Rubin with her hat or the great Paul Anacone with his? We're going side by side.
2: Yeah, so there's a couple things here, Steve. I've thought about this, and uh, <laughs> a couple things. And uh, so, like you, you know, you know when, like Usher does the moonwalk, and it's kind of every bit as good as Michael Jackson, but Michael Jackson did it first, therefore he'll always be the greatest. Chanda's the greatest. She did it first. <laughs> and so, the other, th- the other thing that I want to mention is our own Ross Schneiderman sent me a text that said Paul was very proud of this choice, and that he also informed Ross that the hat was SPF 50. So Paul's gonna be very disappointed when he realizes how that all actually works as far as like an SPF, that it's more like a sunscreen thing. (laughs) <laughs> Paul looks
0: very proud. Like, that, that's a proud Paul grin right there. But you're right, Andy. I mean, James, Chen is the OG uh, when course.
3: it comes to the chapeau. I mean, I still, I don't think we got into it enough of like how she actually fit that in her suitcase. Because as as uh, Andy said, that it deserves its own seat on the plane. I, I cannot think. give so, away my yeah. secrets, James. I mean,
4: you, you think that look happens easily? No, I, that I, is, no, I don't. That, I, that's, that that's is impressive planning that, and I, work. Why,
3: why Andy called you the OG? I mean, always going to oh. be the greatest. Both I, don't, I don't know how to take stylish. that from
4: Andy. I don't know how to take that. Hmm.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's take a look at our featured matches for the day. We're handing out trophies today. The women's doubles final top of the hour. Chand on the call with Leaf Shiras. Veronica Kudermatova. Elena Rybakina taking on Shea Suway and Alisa Mertens. Then we've got the two men's semifinals. Gregor Dimitrov battling Cam Nori. Followed by Taylor Fritz. Biggest match of his life. Taking on Nicholas Basilashvili and the men's doubles final can the russians get it done karatsev and rublev we've got the singles players against the double specialists as we take a look at our tennis express head-to-head between cam nori and gregor dimitrov it was the brit who got it done in miami earlier this year in straight sets andy i'm curious what's the biggest factor in this matchup
2: well, I think the pattern that we're going to have to look for is obviously that, that Cam Norrie kind of hook for him, that we, not dissimilar, it doesn't have the RPMs or the pace of, of, of a Rafa Nadal, but Rafa's always able to find that pocket up and away on, uh, on one-handers on the right-hand side. We've seen it over and over against Roger throughout the years. Grigor has been using the slice very well, but he's been moving it around, but, you know, he's got to be able to find uh, pockets that Norrie's not going to be able to attack that forehand from the middle of the court. It's a lot different chipping down to a Hercotch where you're just chipping a basic one cross court and chipping into someone's forehand where they can kind of dictate terms either way. So look for that pattern early in this one.
3: Yeah, um, for me, I'm just uh, tremendously impressed by Cam Norrie. I mean, Dimitrov have a couple of great comebacks here. But for Cam Norrie to start this year at 71 in the world, and now if he, does, uh, if he wins another match or two here, he's really in the running for the final eight in Turin. That is a huge jump. I don't think people sometimes realize how big a jump it is to go from 70 even to 50 to 40 and now up looking towards the top 20 and even top 10. So uh, I'm really impressed by how he's done. He's been a, a grinder kind of his whole career, um, college tennis player, and he has just shown more and more improvement. Really Really impressive to see what Cam Norrie is doing this year.
4: Yeah, it's been pretty pretty spectacular for Nori. I think this is his sixth final that he's going for um, this year. He's won a title already. He has played such clutch tennis in some of these big matches, and I think that's been a bit of the revelation. This will be an interesting matchup for me against Dimitrov because of the leftiness and the, the patterns that Nori is able to create in his game. I think for Dimitrov, what I've seen is he has played spectacularly, especially off the backhand side. He has been great, Steve. I'm going to use that word. Great. I know you love it, but you know, I've <laughs> (laughs) been impressed with that part of his game the way he's been able to just fire off shots especially topspin down the line I think that's going to be important speaking to the pattern that Andy mentioned he's going to have to be willing to go into the open court to open up some lanes where he can then take the forehand and control the middle on his side so it'll be interesting to see a little bit of that that cat and mouse tennis and see who can Um, you know, kind of take control in, in those areas.
0: Grigor Dimitrov took out the top seed in this tournament. Yesterday, it was the two and three seeds that got taken out. Let's get to the highlights, get you caught up on what went down. Taylor Fritz. Looking to pull off the biggest upset of his life. Alexander Zverev coming in having won 20 of his last 21 matches, James. Yeah, and he kept the confidence rolling, it looked like, in the first set.
3: Taking care of Taylor Fritz there, but Taylor Fritz not giving up. Playing in what seems to be a a type of home crowd environment. Their fans were very excited for him. You know, he, he wins a lot of those kind of intangible points. He, he comes from a, a tennis family, and he, he knows he knows how to, how to win those. And I was really impressed by him saving this match point, down 5-2. He spoke about it in his interview afterwards, and I'd love to hear it from a young player. Make your opponent serve it out. Good things can happen if you put yourself in that situation. Anyone can feel that pressure. And Sasha Zverev, even as confident as he is, felt that pressure. His serve really broke down. And then Taylor Fritz. He absolutely took it to a whole nother level there where he I felt like he played like a top 10 player in these last 10-15 minutes of this match, and he absolutely earned this tiebreaker, playing great tennis.
0: 36 winners said it's a dream come true. First masters semifinal at his home event. First top five win at a tour-level event. Let's hear from him.
1: I mean, look, I was I was really down and out, but I kind of just found a way to put myself into it. I really wanted to you know, to make him, uh, make him have to close me out. And I was able to get back into the match and normally i would be pretty nervous in those situations that third set tiebreaker, but I just, I felt so confident being aggressive going after my game. Uh, it just feels really, really great to, uh, play well with the pressure on and get through that. It's amazing, especially the way that that match, uh, just ended the whole match, you know, just such high emotions until the very end with the crowd, uh, You know, the crowd was amazing. So I just, you know, it's like it's a dream come true, really. It's a lucky Anacone hat. You better better wear that for today's
0: (laughs) match as well. Fritz, he has taken out three of the top ten seeds in Sinner, Berrettini, and Zverev. Chanda, What stood out to you about his performance yesterday taking out Sasha Zverev?
4: I think it was just the confidence and the big moments and the way he did not hesitate, especially some of those huge forehands, not only hitting it, but following it in, knowing exactly what you want to play, you know, two or three shots later. And I think that's been a real key for for Taylor Fritz. I've always enjoyed the aggressive nature of his game, and, and he's taken on that challenge from, you know, probably last year, watching him play on some of these faster courts, especially the grass, the way he was coming in and attacking you could see him building um, those a- aspects of his game but it's a totally different thing to start doing it in these big events against top 10 top five players and to get those wins under pressure where you really you, you convince yourself that you can do it and you have that belief uh, down the stretch I think it's been amazing and I think that's the type of confidence he needs in going into this semifinal and into these bigger matches.
0: Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.
2: Yeah, I think we're witnessing is him establishing a new level, right? Everyone, uh, you know, James and Chanda, we all have that tournament where it's like, okay, I made the quarters of a Master Series event. I beat a top 10 player. This is my new reality. And for Taylor Fritz, Going through this draw with Berrettini, Sinner, Zverev, and all of a sudden talking about, hey, in the biggest moments, I stepped up and played well, and I wasn't scared of the moment. It felt normal to me. You know, hopefully he's established a new bottom to where, you know, maybe his bottom before was 30 or 35 in the world. Maybe with this tournament, it creeps up to 15, 20. Maybe he takes a a glimpse of the top 10. This could be a career-changing tournament uh, inside of the brain of Taylor Fritz and the way that he's actually executing in these big moments. And fighting back, props to him. He's look great.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, i love to see how he's played. I also think in a bigger picture, this may be a glimpse into the the post-Big Three era. Uh, I mean, n- none of them have retired yet, so none of them have gone uh, gone away completely. But um, you see the fact that this is four players outside the top 25 in the semifinals. You know, all credit to Taylor Fritz, but we expected it to be Sasha Zvere, We expected it to be Sitsipas, But those guys don't close the same way Novak, Rafa, and Roger have for the past 15, 20 years. So I think we're entering into an era where maybe it's going to be a little like the WTA has been the last couple uh-huh. of years where there's just so much variety to pick a winner at the beginning of a tournament. Seems like just drawing a name out of a hat because there's going to be so many, I mean, for anyone to have picked Vili, Fritz, Nori, and Dimitrov in the semis here, they, they definitely could have win the Powerball <laughs> if, they, if they picked that. So I, I just love seeing this and I, I love seeing the variety. And it also can maybe accentuate the, just how good that big three or big four or whatever you want to call it for the last 20 years have been that they closed all of these matches. And now there's openings for players like Taylor fritz and then you get the confidence and you can set these new baselines and you can hold up some of these titles it'll be it'll be exciting to see some some possibly new blood in these finals
0: yes and remember just four months ago taylor fritz had surgery for a torn meniscus now he is in the final four of a masters 1000 for the first time in his career who would he meet today nicholas Basilashvili, a player that james just mentioned looking for his first Master semi-final and biggest win taking on Stefano Tsitsipas. Andy, the Georgian, hit his forehand 83 miles an hour on average.
2: Yeah, I mean, we knew what was gonna, what he was gonna try to do going into this. He was gonna have to take cuts. He was gonna try to bully Tsitsipas. That's the one thing that he does clearly better than him. But listen, having a game plan and executing it consistently is uh, is a lot different. But credit to Stefanos for really staying in. Uh, this match and fighting like he always has. uh, Asking the question consistently, can you do this for two and a half, three hours? Can you establish a new normal for yourself? And credit to Basilashvili. He kind of stayed down, stuck to a game plan, right? Didn't lay off forehands, really kept him honest with those drop shots throughout the match. But listen, it's always fun to see someone do something for the first time. You don't know how they're going to react. He came out Had a very clear plan, had some peaks and valleys, but got through it in the end and uh, deserves his spot in the final four. Tough loss for Stefanos, though.
0: Yeah, told me after he was nervous throughout the match, but was happy with how he managed his stress levels, Basilashvili coming through into the semifinals here at Indian Wells. On the women's side, Chanda, we had a battle of major champions. Victoria Azarenka and Yelena Ostapenko. And the Latvian started really strong.
4: Yeah, she did. She was crushing the ball, hitting big, finding her, her target areas giving herself space, and she just got on top of Azarenka from the start, won that first set, just not allowing Azarenka even time to breathe. She would get up a set and to love Ostapenko, but Azarenka, she's a champion yes. because of her fight, because of her ability to compete. She started doing that. She dug in. Ostapenko started talking to her herself, started looking at her box after almost every point. And that second set was just a showcase of the will and the fighting spirit of Azarenka. It was impressive, and she continued it into the third set. But it was a battle down the stretch. Ostapenko did not go away. She tried to find her range again. But by this point, Azarenka just had a bead on just about every shot. She was moving well, quick with her first step. The returns were huge. She was getting on Ostapenko time and time again. And at the end, when it came time to close it out on her serve, she came through big in those clutch moments. A fantastic win for her into another final at Indian Wells.
0: Vika said she had to run like a rabbit, was going to fight until the very end. She is into the final. Meantime, the nightcap featured good friends Algebir, Paula Bedosa. Both players looking to qualify for the WTA finals. And the Spaniard would help her cause match point Jabir had breakpoint chances in four games, broke just once. Bedosa in six, broke four times, 40th win of the season. She is into the biggest final of her career, began the year, ranked 70th. She is now projected to make her top 20 debut on Monday. Hugs all around for Jaber, whether she wins or loses. Most hugged player on tour. Andy, uh, spotted spot on with that throughout the week. So here is our championship, 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Paula Bedosa. Victoria Azarenka should be a special matchup, and we'll have it for you right here on Tennis Channel. Still to come on TC Live, Chanda and I spend some time with Anna Ivanovich, nominated for the International Tennis Hall of Fame. Plus, our Leslie Allen tells us a little-known story of Arthur Ashe, the recording artist. It is a must-watch as TC Live from Indian Wells rolls on. Tennis Channel Live at the BNP Paribas Open is presented by Verbo. Your Together Awaits.
5: Summer and Winter Olympian. The Pro Tour is one of the most exciting places on earth, but the competition is fierce and the pressure is intense. So we created a space where the players could unwind. Have an experience that's more comfortable. Welcome to Warm and Fuzzy. Do you ever get confused
4: for another tennis player? Sometimes Sharapova. Do you correct them?
2: I don't say anything. You don't
4: say- <laughs> Ball boy. <laughs> Were you expecting that? I, was-
6: <laughs> I shook hands to Leo.
5: Have you ever uh, like played a celebrity in tennis? Nope, not yet. Would you play him? Yeah, why not? Would you let him win? No. <laughs> <laughs> you went to the Met Gala
1: this year, huh? That was crazy, yeah. It was. And now if you look at the first round prize money in Grand Slams, it's what is it?
6: It's taking me sixty grand.
4: Wow, can you coach me right now? <laughs> can I can I get at least last?
1: <laughs> go.
5: Ball please?
7: Oh, faster, you, him. you guys yeah.
4: better answer yeah. this one correctly. I learned a lot about you know how? How? Your mom. Really? She has a great Instagram account. <laughs> What's another way you would celebrate?
1: I, I know what I'm going to do, actually. Oh, but you for this, keep I it need, a secret. Yeah, I need a big title for
0: this. Oh, gotta love it. Diego lose, uh, learned what, what binging meant. Uh, Olympian Lolo Jones, our warm and fuzzy set. You'll be seeing them all next year on Tennis.com. Speaking of warm and fuzzy, or at least warm, here's Fox Weather with today's forecast.
6: I'm meteorologist Craig Herrera, and here's your BNP Paribas Open Weather Forecast. Plenty of sunshine across Indian Wells. Highs right about 90 degrees. Southeast winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. For more information, go to FoxWeather.com. Precise, personal, powerful. Fox Weather, coming October 25th.
0: Coming up top of the hour, we're handing out our first trophy in the desert. It is the women's doubles final. Veronica Kudermatova, Elena Rybakina appearing as a team for just the third time. And then we've got Jay Sue and Alisa Martins. They are the two seeds. They are major champions. Who will take the title? It's coming up 2 p.m. Eastern. Steve Chanda James, Andy, back on TC Live presented by Verbo. Hall of Famer Arthur Ashe produced plenty of big hits as a solo artist on the tennis court. His game had all the right notes. And as Leslie Allen reports, Ashe could teach you to turn the tables of a match on an actual turntable. In
5: 1974, Arthur Ashe recorded an album where you could
1: listen and learn how to play tennis. Hi, tennis fans. This is Arthur Ash bringing you Learn Tennis.
5: Tennis had a history of being a sport for the elite class. It was
1: basically not available and accessible
5: to everyone.
1: On this record, I will discuss the basic fundamentals of tennis and some of the finer points of playing the game.
5: A funny thing happened to tennis in the 1970s.
1: There was suddenly this big boom. Today, more people are getting to know that tennis is one of the greatest sports around and can be played by almost anyone at any age. You just
5: have WTA being formed. You just had Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs play. Tennis was now suddenly being televised. Everybody suddenly wanted to play this sport, which had been just left in the country club set. Now, everybody wanted to play.
1: It keeps your body in great shape and is a lot of fun as well. For a few bucks, you could buy an album, put it on
5: your turntable, and learn how to play the sport. You didn't have to travel across town to the country club or to the private club, or even go to your park center. You could do it right in your living room or in your basement or wherever you had enough room to swing a racket.
1: If you have the room, use a tennis racket, and go through the strokes with me as I explain them on the record. And good luck to all of you.
5: If you want to just get a sense of what it would be like to experience this Arthur Ashe album, each song is a different stroke. And so depending on what stroke you want to learn, You've got to get it right over the right groove and put it down so you can hear what you want to hear.
1: On any stroke, the grip is very important. And on the forehand, I recommend the Eastern or the Shake Hands grip, as shown on page three, frame one. It had an insert with a lot of pictures.
5: So it's the forehand, and maybe it's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten pictures of the forehand strokes. So between listening and looking at the pictures, Now you're gonna get a chance to learn tennis.
1: Take a look at frame one. The backhand grip differs slightly from the forehand.
5: The one thing about growing up and knowing Arthur Ashe my entire life, he was a great role model. And I knew that people of color around the world had their eyes on him and were inspired by him. So the fact that something as simple as an album anyone in the world that maybe had felt like they couldn't participate in tennis. Here is an album where anybody can
1: learn to play the sport. Don't be discouraged. Consistency will come naturally as you play more often. I look at his album as a gift, so I thank him for that. Remember, the tennis game is built on steadiness, position, and concentration. So lots of luck out there, tennis fans.
0: Each song is a different stroke. Amazing. Thank you, Leslie. Uh, James, I'll start with you because you had the book Ways of Grace based on Arthur's book Days of Grace. How cool is this? Did you know this existed? I, I didn't. That is absolutely incredible.
3: I, I love seeing that. I mean, anything on a turntable is just pretty cool. It just brings up nostalgia <laughs> for anyone. And now to see how far it's come, you know, you, you follow it frame by frame through that and it comes with the insert as opposed to now you turn on the computer and you, you link up a YouTube clip and you can, you can learn just about anything at any time. It's pretty cool to see the, the, the OG of of all of that. I mean, as our own OG (laughs) can attest.
2: Yeah. What a, what a, what a cool thing to have, especially considering her friendship with Arthur. What a, what a cool thing to have all these years later. Uh, And to think this entire time, I thought you actually needed a tennis court and maybe even a tennis ball to learn tennis. Who knew I had it all wrong.
4: All you need is a turntable. But I love that piece and, and loved seeing uh, Leslie do such a great job with it. And, you know, it's interesting. So many things have not changed about how you learn tennis. I mean, he's talking about the grips and all those different things, which players, um, you know, come up in different ways. But I love the part where he said, don't be discouraged. Consistency <laughs> will come as you play more. I'm still needing that advice. <laughs> but this was fantastic. and And all the pictures you can see to really give you a good sense of, I mean, Arthur Ashe, the legend, and to kind of have a piece of him um, with this album is, is just phenomenal.
0: The side one had the forehand, backhand, and serve. Side two had the volleys, lobs, and overheads. Andy, do you think you could actually learn tennis by listening to an album, and an audio album?
2: I don't know, but I, if I was listening to it, I would have listened to a lot of side two with the volleys and all the lobs and all the other shots. <laughs> like that was maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit of backhand side one also would have would have would have would have done me well. <laughs> hey, listen, at any point, I, I certainly would have been open to trying. That's for sure.
3: What do you think, James? I, I, I definitely would have tried. I would have, uh, I would have loved to have heard that. And, and like uh, Chanda said, it, it hasn't changed that much. I mean, the, the grips, I think, would be similar. I would figure all that out. And I, I, would, I think we would all uh, – me and you, Andy, would definitely take a note on the volleys um, and see, try <laughs> to figure out if we could volley like Arthur. If it, if it came as easy as a turntable, we would, have, we would have tried anything at that point during our careers. Uh, by the way, I did
0: look on Amazon. You can still get the vinyl – for just under $16. Oh, wow. That's, $15.88. Wow. That's a
4: great price. Right? Oh, my it's goodness. It's a bargain.
0: It's a steal. Learn tennis with Arthur Ashe. He had a whole bunch of hits during his life. Back on TC Live. Championship Sunday on Tennis Channel. We are so proud to bring you first ball through Trophy Lift for the first time here on Championship Weekend at Indian Wells. We've got the women's final, Paula Vidoza, Victoria Azarenka going for a historic third title here, 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. TC Live will get you all the way to the men's final at 7 p.m. Eastern. And back on our Tennis Channel desk, so happy to be joined by a very special guest, Jean-Yves Fillon. The CEO of BNP Paribas USA, thanks for joining us here.
6: Steve, thank you so much for having me.
0: It is a pleasure. Obviously, it's been 31 months, Jean-Yves, since the last time we were here at Indian Wells. How special is it to be back in Tennis Paradise and have this event?
6: Well, it is very special. Just looking at your enthusiasm, I can tell you I share the very same one. Uh, Obviously, it was not designed to be in October. Uh, but being here, uh, being here in person—you know—spending time with the fans, the players, the tournament staff—it's—it's—it's it's, it's very unique. I can tell you, I believe, and we believe, it's good for the tennis world. Uh, I can see it. I've been here over the last 13 years. I can see it's really good for the local economy, mm. and, and it's needed. And it's really good for BNP Paribas because we can be together. We're going to be seeing over 1,000 clients over the, over, the, over the two weeks. Then uh, it's uh, it's just very special. And by the way, the 22 edition is only – Five months away.
0: It's, it's spectacular. We're going to be right back here mm. in less than half of a year. Jean Yves, uh, BNP Paribas, uh, an amazing global commitment to the sport of tennis and also the Billie Jean King Cup. It's been renamed. It's coming back November 1st. We'll have it here on Tennis Channel. What can we expect with the Billie Jean King Cup?
6: Well, it's, uh, you know, Billie Jean King is such uh, 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 a wonderful illustration of, uh, you know, equity, uh, equality. And fighting for all the causes BNP Paribas believe in, then having been able to rename the formerly Fed Cup, right, the Billie Jean King Cup by BNP Paribas, is not only an illustration of our commitment to the world of tennis, but our commitment to the values Billie Jean has uh, promoted so well over the many, many, many years. But we have other project, more than project, actually actions with Billie Jean. We we sponsor, uh, you know, supporting youth. In New York City, there is a program there called City Parks Tennis, which Billie Jean is leading as well and we're her title sponsor. And it's providing tennis instruction, tennis tournament, tennis coaching to over 6,000 kids in the city of New York over the five boroughs for the summer month. And I can tell you, looking at these kids and the start they have in the eyes when they play the game, it's priceless.
0: That's amazing. And one of those kids actually got a wild card into the uh, qualifying here at the event.
6: Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because it's another program we have in New York City called the BNP Paribas MAC1, which, by the way, we announced. I announced here three years ago with John and Patrick. Uh-huh. This program is still supporting deserving kids, meaning kids who could not afford the, you know, to be part of this academy without the support of BNP Paribas and the coaching of John and Patrick. And we had actually one of these kids uh, playing here, uh, she actually played really well. Uh, she had a wild card. She had too much points, she, and she almost converted them. You know, Theodora Ratman right and uh, I will look forward to having her back here next year.
0: Absolutely, and you also have uh, a great commitment with the young Canadian player, Felix Auger-Aliassime. Tell me more about that, the points for
6: change. You are so well informed, Steve. Uh, the points for change is, you know, we don't really sponsor players But here, what we do with Felix, we're actually contributing to his charity, Mm. which is, you know, supporting kids in Togo. And uh, what Felix does, every time he wins a point anywhere in the world, and he wins a lot, right? Yes, he does. He's (laughs) contributing himself $5 while triple matching what he does per point, while contributing $15. And the better he does, the better the charity does, and the better support and the more support the kids get.
0: That is fantastic, Jean-Yves. Thank you for your support of this event and and all of the, the global sport of tennis. We look forward to seeing you on the court, handing out the trophies on Sunday.
6: Lovely to be here with you. Uh, lovely to be here with you in 2021. And I look forward to being back here in 2022. Yes. Just one anecdote, you know, yes. I, I, because I, I walk around, I'm not very good at being seated. I know pretty much most of the volunteers and the fans. And one fan approached me yesterday. And actually, she said, that's lovely, you Now We're going to have two BNP Paribas open per year. I yes. guess it feels like it, but not quite. <laughs> Thank you so much, Steve.
0: Jean-Yves <laughs> Filion, CEO BNP Paribas USA. Uh, the desk has his name. Merci beaucoup. You are welcome back at any time. And we are back with much more TC Live as we lead up to the top of the hour, handing out a trophy in women's doubles. Veronica Kudermatova, Elena Rybakina taking on the two seats. Shea Sue, and Elisa Mertens. Tennis Channel Live at the BNP Paribas Open is brought to you in part by DraftKings. Get in on the action with DraftKings daily fantasy, sports betting, and free to play pools. All customers can compete for their share of $30,000 in prizes all tournament long. Use code ACE when you sign up today. Buy Tennis Express. We deliver tennis right to your front door. Order today, ships today. And by
1: Marcus by Goldman Sachs. You can money with Marcus by Goldman Sachs.
0: Back on DC Live. Weissman, Ruben, Blake Roddick with you. Presented by Verbo. Our featured matches coming up today. We are handing out trophies. We've got the women's doubles final. We've got the men's doubles final. And the meat in between the buns. The men's semifinals. Grigor Dimitrov. Take it on Cam Nori and Taylor Fritz against Nicholas Basilashvili. A reminder to download any of the DraftKings apps. Enter their free-to-play pools every day of the tournament. All customers can compete for a shot at $30,000 in total prizes. Answer questions like who will win the match or who will have the most aces and use that code ACE when you sign up today. Time now for our DraftKings player pools preview. And guess what? We are focusing on one match today. Three aspects to the match of Cam Nori and Grigor Dimitrov. Andy, this is a new way we're going with the DraftKings player pools preview. We're starting with who is going to have the most aces in this match. Will it be Cam Nori or will it be Grigor Dimitrov? You can say one of those or they will tie. What do you think?
2: Oh, gosh. I actually don't think there's going to be a lot of aces in this match, but. uh We'll go with Nori, you know, just the general leftiness of things. Gregor's uh, been kicking that first serve a little bit more, which effective as far as a game plan, but not real effective as far as uh, aces.
3: Um, I'm going to go with Gregor Dimitrov. I'm going to disagree with Andy here. I just crunch a few numbers. He averages a little, a few more, not a few more, but about a half an ace more per match uh, this year. So I'm going to go with Gregor. Um, and I do have to acknowledge that, you know, yesterday I was bragging about being three for three. Our own Chanda Rubin went 3-for-3 three three yesterday in our DraftKings oh, player pool. So, That's why they I changed mean. it. We've got to mess her up a little bit. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm at a loss now, but I'm going to go with Nori. I Nori, think, okay. uh, yeah, similar to what Andy said, that that leftiness and just the way he could sneak some balls by Dimitrov here or there. I think he's going to have more.
0: Dimitrov only five aces so far at Indian Wells this year, Nori 21. So mm. I, I'd have okay. to go with Roddick and Ruben with this one, the, R, the R&R. Uh, next one, who wins the first set, Andy? Obviously, Dimitrov has lost the first set in his last two
2: matches. Nori hasn't dropped
0: a first set, set yet. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I'll go with Nori again. Uh, for whatever reason, it seems like uh, Grigor has uh, not gotten off to great starts. He's been great at kind of problem solving uh, after the first set, but that does nothing for this bet, Steve. So I'll go, I'll go with Nori.
4: <laughs> wow, I, I'm going with Nori as well. First set.
3: All right. Yeah, yeah three for three. I'm going with Nori. I, I think he's. Uh, I think he's played well. Started out. Started out matches really well this week.
0: The comeback king is Grigor Dimitrov. So, final question: total games over under twenty two and a half? Andy,
2: I'm going to go under. I actually like uh, I like Nori here, and uh, the good the good news for Grigor is that I've uh, been picking against him all week, and he's been winning all week. So, you're welcome, Grigor. I'll pick Nori. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: a reminder that in Miami, and uh, sorry, Andy didn't have this nugget, but in Miami, it was seven five seven five. So that would be. 24, even in two sets, Chanda.
4: I'm still going under. Still how, going under. Is, okay. how are Andy and I on the same page on every single one of these? That is amazing. Well, I did it the first day, <laughs> but it went opposite.
3: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> on that, purpose. That ain't, yeah. <laughs> great minds think alike. I'm, I'm going <laughs> with it, too.
2: That's bad news for Chanda. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm going to go with it too I, I agree, I think it's under I think Cam Norrie takes care of this in straight sets I think eventually uh, the legs uh, for Grigor Dimitrov May be taken out just a tiny bit After those tough two, uh, three setters
0: Wow, yeah. okay, I think it's going three
3: You think it's going three? Yeah. All right. Okay, Steve, you're, get the, get lone some, you, yeah,
0: you're the lone wolf I am the lone wolf Go A yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> little, little game day live for you there uh, Alright, reminder Download any of those DraftKings apps for free Right now, use that code ACE when you sign up today. Time now for our social net, and uh, we've got a lot to get to today. Uh, Sebi Korda, young American on the rise, and he's practicing with a couple legends. Tomas Burdick, Radek Stepanek, saying they still got it. By the way, uh, Tomas Burdick, sneaky tall, because Sebi's a big guy, and I didn't yeah. know that he, Tomas was going to get him by hair. Yeah, Thomas about 6'5. 6'4, 6'5.
3: He's a big guy. Faced that serve. Andy and I faced that serve plenty of times, but it does look like he's still in good shape. That's uh that's impressive. Yeah. Stepanek, you know, maybe maybe he's let it go a little bit, but but Burdick
2: looks like he's uh he can still hit it. Yeah, I was uh I was watching this and he, I, I I also noticed that Burdick is is fighting fit. He's like the, from the James Blake school of we get skinnier after we <laughs> retire. So annoying. <laughs> So annoying. <laughs> oh,
1: man.
0: Love, to, love to see Sebby uh, working with a couple of former pros here on the tour, and uh, legend Tomas Burdick. Uh, Emma Raducanu has pulled out of Moscow, so she was going to go for the WTA Finals. Guadalajara was going to play Moscow, had entered in Linz. Chanda, what's your reaction to her pulling out of the tournament in Russia?
4: Yeah, I mean, obviously a disappointment not seeing her again, uh, and certainly for the fans all around the world now that she's become such a star, but not maybe unexpected. There has been so much that has changed for Raducanu very quickly and, and very recently. And so maybe just needs a little bit of a reset, the championships, the, the finals, maybe just a little out of her reach for this year, but certainly needs a, a bit of a reset. Still looking for a coach. So there's a lot of things she's got to kind of put in place um, for the new year. So this may be a good decision for her.
3: Yeah, I hope for her she's looking long term. And this, this seems like it's probably the best decision for her long term to, to, as Shanda said, to reset, uh, to figure out where she needs to go next. And hopefully she uh, continues to,
0: to entertain next year. Speaking of resetting, that's what Naomi Osaka is doing. We, we showed you her photos in Greece. She is still living her best life there, and it's her birthday. Aww. Happy twenty-fourth birthday, yes. Naomi Osaka! It, Happy it's, birthday! Uh, yeah, yeah, it's her Kobe year. It's Mamba fantastic.
4: year. I love this shot though too with the butterfly. It's so peaceful and calm. That's not it's not me, Steve. So I can appreciate
0: it. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> what, what's what's in store on the court for Naomi Osaka in this next year of
2: life? Well, the biggest thing is, like, listen, when you say happy 24th birthday, I think we get caught in the moment a lot. If, if you say, hey, listen, Naomi, you know, three, four years ago when she had a breakout here, you're going to have four majors by the time you're 24, uh, you'd sign up for that real quickly, right? So a lot of times we, we worry too much about what's two or three months away. Let's take a beat. Let's acknowledge accomplishment. Let's, uh, you know, acknowledge how great she's been for the game, how much she's already done in the game. And, listen, everyone's playing longer these days. She's still got a long, long career ahead of her.
0: Absolutely. She could uh, not play tennis ever again and still be in the International Tennis Hall of Fame. And speaking of Hall of Famers, when we come back, we are going to talk to Anna Ivanovich. She is a new nominee for the class of 2022. You don't want to miss the phone call or lack thereof of how she found out that she was going to be a nominee for the Hall of Fame this year. And welcome back to tc live presented by verbo newport rhode island the site of the international tennis hall of fame beautiful grounds hold a tournament there every year and of course induct a new class every year those on the ballot for 2022 anna ivanovich flavia panetta kara black lisa raymond juan carlos ferrero and carlos moya it was a big year in 2008 for Anna Ivanovich. Won the title at Roland Garros, won the title at Indian Wells, got to number one in the world, and 2008 could push Anna Ivanovich to tennis immortality. She joins us now on TC Live. Steve Weissman, Chanda Rubin. So great to see Anna Ivanovich. And Anna, congratulations on the nomination for the Class of 22 Hall of Fame. I want you to tell me, what was that phone call like when you found out that you were going to be on the ballot?
7: Thank you so much. It's so good to see you. Um, I feel very, very honored and flattered. And I must say it was quite a funny story because Stan Smith was trying to reach me a few times and I never answered to unknown number. And then he was emailing me. He's like, can you please speak up? I need to speak to you. So um, I was very, very honored and flattered. And it was always great um, talking to to Stan. I know him for a while now. So it's, it's, it's really a very special moment, I must say.
4: Well, Anna, did you ever dream of reaching this point in your career? And who inspired you, particularly Hall of Famers that are now uh, in the Hall of Fame? Anyone in particular that inspired you during your career?
7: Um, I definitely didn't dream about this. <laughs> it's... Uh... Uh, but, um, there is Monica Salish, Steffi Graf, even some players that I played against, you know, like Kim Kleisters, Martina Hingis, Justine Nunn. And I always looked up to them as they were already in the top when I was just starting. So, um, of course, Lindsay Davenport and many more that I don't want to miss their names. And, um, of course, someone like Billie Jean as well. Like she is such a, um, a, a name of the, of the woman's tennis and we own our history and our future to her. So, um, be maybe uh, next to
4: her it's a great honor. Well one of the special things Anna, about the Hall of Fame process is that fans get to vote. Does that have any special meaning for you knowing that you know you've been such a popular player but that the fans get a say in this?
7: absolutely yes i always try to to be in touch with my fans and uh, even though i'm quite shy i always try to get in touch and i still um, like to keep my fans up to date about what's going on in my life and of course tennis has been such a big part of my life and and uh, i want to give back in some way and it's great that they have opportunity to to really have a say in it and that they feel um, they are part of the um, yeah part of the voting and part of the the, the decision and the choice
0: you say tennis has been such a big part of your life. Obviously, we've had you on Tennis Channel a few times since your retirement. How much tennis, Anna, are you still playing, and how much are you following the game on a week-to-week basis?
7: Um, I love still to follow. I have lots of friends that are still playing, and Angelique Kerber being one of them. Um, of course, with the time difference, it's a little bit harder to follow. Um, America or Australia, but uh, I definitely keep in touch with some friends and uh, and I miss competition, I must say, but I don't play as often as I would like to. Most of my tennis nowadays it's with my husband.
4: Well, Anna, we are here in Indian Wells, and we're missing you here. We wish you were with us, but, um, you know, you won this title in 2008. It is such a special event for so many reasons, but what do you remember about your title run?
7: I love Indian Wells. It was one of my favorite places to compete. Um, Of course, 2008 was a really special year for me, but I actually remember more from the 2009 Indian Wells where I made the final, and I think I played against Bonareva, and we had the worst windy conditions, I think, ever. And in one point, I think her serve bounced backwards from my field into the, her court. That's how strong the wind was. And I really don't know how we even managed to play in it. So um, even though it's not from the year I won, it, it's one of the most memorable memories I have from Indian Wells. But uh, in 2008, of course, um, it was such a great event. I think I played Kuznetsova and Yankovic and so many um, so many good players um, to be able to, to win the title. And um, it was uh, very, very special. And it, I feel like it kind of pushed me um,
0: forward for my Roland Garros victory later that year. Yeah, you beat Kuznetsova in the final here back in 2008. We, we had some windy conditions earlier in the week, so <laughs> can totally relate to that. Uh, Ana, at the U.S. Open, it was Emma Raducanu who came through first qualifier ever to win a major. There, there's some other teenagers like Leila Fernandez, Coco Goff on the come up right now. What kind of advice would you have for them about dealing with fame and fortune at such an early age?
7: Uh, first of all, I was, I'm was i really happy to see all these young players coming through. And I think um, Emma was playing really, really well. I love her aggressive game. And uh, she seems like she has really good head on her shoulders. And I think that is so important. And I think for the future, it's very, very important to be surrounded with right people and a good and strong team who can keep you um, well grounded. Because I think the demands outside of tennis just become so much more. So I think it's very important to have that that support and that guidance towards your goals and um, and what else you want to achieve. So um, I really think all of them have a really bright future in front of them. And I look forward to, to watching them play many more <laughs> Grand Slams finals. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, Anna. Uh, we appreciate you taking some time to join us this morning on TC Live. Congratulations once again on the nomination for the Class of 22 International Tennis Hall of Fame. To vote for Anna, go to vote.tennisfame.com. All the Anna Ivanovich fans out there, vote Anna in to the Class of 22. And uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you soon, Anna.
7: Thank you so much. Looking forward to catch up again. <laughs>
0: And a reminder, answer the phone when it says unknown. It could be Stan <laughs> Smith trying to get you into the International Tennis Hall of Fame. Chand is going to head to the booth, join Leif Shiras for our first final of the tournament. It is the women's doubles final. Kudamatova, Rebakina, taking on Shea Suway and Alisa Mertens. Then we have the men's semifinal between Grigor Dimitrov and Cam Nori. Followed by Taylor Fritz and Nicholas Basilashvili. And the men's doubles final. We're handing out two trophies today. The Russians, Karatsev and Rublev, taking on Piers and Polachek. Much more on TC Live after this. Back on TC Live, presented by Verbo. We are leading up to the top of the hour and the Women's Doubles Championship matchup. Looking forward to it. We've got a stat of the day for you. James talked about it a little bit earlier. For the first time in Masters 1000 history... All of the semifinalists ranked outside the top 25, James. Yeah,
3: pretty amazing. I think it speaks to the depth of men's tennis. We've been seeing that in the WTA on the women's side with a a lot of surprise semifinalists and finalists. And I think we're going to see a little more of it if we see less of
0: Novak, Rafa, and Roger. Nori, Dimitrov, Basilashvili, and Fritz. Those guys are going to be ranked inside the top 25. (laughs) Uh, Cam Nori guaranteed to be at least top 20 after this event. Andy, uh, we we talk about this, but we also have had a, uh, a super fan patiently waiting outside, and she's been taking selfies with all of the top players throughout this event, throughout every event. She is LaWanda. She is the selfie queen. And take a look at this. Throughout Indian Wells, Andy, she's been catching
2: selfies with all the top players. I, don't, I want to know what her, her opening line is because all the players seem to be in like a really good mood. They're like stopping. It's patient. And he said, yes, I'd love to take a selfie with you. It sits upon. That was like windy day. The hairs in the face. Uh, all, I'm surprised she's not hugging on your because everyone seems to hug on your uh, But this is cool. You know, this is uh, this is what tennis is all about. I know James and I were that kid back in the day. I remember I got Jimmy Connors autograph when he played for the team tennis team in San Antonio. Uh, you know, these are these are the special moments. And, uh, you know, but from what I hear, it's, it's now coveted to kind of be in a selfie with her. And look at the TC crew here. It's uh, they're getting some exposure through uh, through LaWanda there. <laughs> What'd she tell Lindsay?
3: Yeah, look at how excited Lindsay is, there it is. <laughs> She's pumped up. There we go.
2: Yeah, this this, this was literally
0: moments ago. I mean, yeah. because, you know, James and I felt left out. we were like, we, right. we need a selfie with LaWanda.
3: <laughs> so she's right behind the set here. And we uh, we got a selfie with her, you know, socially distanced, of course. And uh, <laughs> we're, we're in there. I'm, I'm in a somewhat awkward angle there, but we'll, we'll let it slide. It's a selfie. It's supposed to be fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's already been been liked many times okay, on, on the Twitter Perfect. And, uh, you know, thanks, Luanda, for, for <laughs> you know, give, giving our sport that, that sort of energy. I mean, the, it, that's what we come here for. That's that's what we missed during the past two years.
3: Yeah, and it is a ton of fun to see her doing that. Like Andy said, Andy and I were the, that kid at a tournament, uh, but they didn't have kids here. Uh, they're being extremely safe. Uh, they got to be vaccinated, so the kids are under 12. So you got Luanda, and I think that may play a role in everyone being so excited because you're used to seeing kids, and that, that does give you energy at a tournament. Is you're coming off the practice court, whether you had a good practice or a bad practice, those kids don't know that they don't care they just want an autograph they want to have a moment with you uh, they want a selfie and so you come off and now this year we got lawanda we don't have the kids hopefully next year we got the kids back this year we got lawanda
0: it, it used to be autographs now it's selfies lawanda you're awesome time for our tennis topics presented by verbo let's break down some of these matches that we have today andy the semifinals. let's start with stefano Sitsipas and nicholas Basilashvili. what are you looking for in this match
2: yeah, I mean it's been uh, uh sorry, uh, Fritz and Bashilo's It's been uh it, it, for for Taylor um it's interesting, like, you don't have a better training ground for a big hitter like Basilezvili when going through Berrettini, hits as big a ball as anyone's sitter in Zverev. So normally you'd have a little bit of shock because Basilezvili hits the ball so big, but he's been going through kind of murderous row uh, of people who hit the ball big. And just one second back to Lawanda real quick. You know what you never hear anymore? Gosh, I wish I had a camera. That doesn't exist.
3: Nope. No. <laughs> 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 everyone's got their phone with him. I'll take the, the Dimitrov Nori, uh, uh, matchup. I, I think Nori, he beat him, uh, in Miami. I think he's going to get him here as well. I think the the two really, really tough three setters for Dimitrov may just start to catch up him a little bit. And the leftiness that Andy talked about with the, with the game style and the matchup with, with Nori and, and Dimitrov not being able to get the slice to his back end. I think that's going to play a, a big enough role. And I think Nori is going to get to the finals here.
0: Roddick already talked about Fritz taking on, uh, Basile what are your thoughts on that one? I think Fritz, um, both of those guys like to
3: get that forehand and, and take a big and, and get first strike tennis. I think Fritz is going to have a little bit more of the advantage with the home crowd here. And I just think I love the way he's playing confident. The way he finished that match against Zverev, really, really impressive to me. I think he's going to keep that rolling and get the win over Basile Shvili.
0: I right, love it. I mean, listen, the home event for Taylor Fritz, first quarterfinal of the Masters. Now he's in the semifinals. It's all good vibes for the American going forward. Really amazing. I know at the beginning
3: of the week we had something about who's going to be the last yeah. of the American standing, and um, you know I thought I, I was my vote was going to be Isner, but whoever had Taylor Fritz, you win. <laughs> Isner had a baby, so he, yeah, he's
0: a winner as well. this Exactly. Week. <laughs> uh, there is Veronica Kudermatova, Alina Rybakina taking the court right now for the women's doubles final, teaming up for just the third time in their career. Shea Suwei, Elisa Mertens, fairly new team. They, they won a major title at Wimbledon. They actually Another beat Matova, who was with Elena Vesnina, in that, in that final. So they've got a major title to their names. Mertens also a really top singles player. Shea, pretty good singles player as well. So all four players here are
3: top notch. Yeah, there's going to be some talent there. I, I just love watching Shea. Uh, I mean, her hands, uh, creativity around the court, so fun. And Elise Mertens, so solid. So they make a,
0: a tremendous team together. Mertens and Shea, by the way, they've already won titles here at the BNP Paribas Open, but with other partners. Uh, As always, thanks to Andy for being with us today on TC Live. James, thank you. Chanda Rubin is now in the booth with Leif Shiris to call this women's doubles final. Coming up next, thanks to Lawanda for being you. We've got a trophy to hand out after a quick break.